Chapter 1. Field Trip On a tiny island in the Caribbean called St. Kitts, in a small town inside the capital city, a nine-year-old boy awoke. He rolled over and looked at the clock on his wall. The hands pointed to half-past six. Why am I up this early, he wondered to himself. Normally, his mother had to coax him out of bed at seven. Then he remembered. Today was not just any school day. Today his class was taking a field trip to the Brimston Hill Fortress. A field trip was very exciting. It meant a day away from the normal routine of school, a chance to ride on the school bus, and a chance, perhaps, for adventure. Mark jumped out of bed and went to his cupboard to get his school uniform. He took out his crisply ironed khaki shirt and pants and headed for the bathroom. After a quick shower, he began to button his shirt but stopped as he felt a tug at his pants leg. He looked down and there was his pet monkey, Chi-Chi. Hi, Chi-Chi. Morning, boy. I bet you're surprised to see me so early, he said. Today is going to be a great day. We're going on a field trip. Chi-Chi began to jump up and down and chatter excitedly. Mark looked at him and realized his mistake. Even though Chi-Chi was not able to talk, he was perfectly capable of understanding everything that Mark said. No, 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 Mark quickly corrected himself. You are not going on the field trip. My class is going to Brimston Hill today. Chi-Chi stopped chattering immediately and sat dejectedly at Mark's feet. He looked up at Mark with his brown eyes, his mouth looking longer than usual, and a pleading expression on his face. Mark picked him up and deposited him on his shoulder. Sorry, Chi-Chi, no monkeys allowed. Anyway, there are so many monkeys at Brimston Hill I might lose you. This was actually true of practically anywhere on St. Kitts outside of Bastia. Chichi was a verve monkey brought to St. Kitts from Africa by the French about three centuries before the time of this story, but they still outnumber the human population of St. Kitts. He was a small creature with a sooty black face and covered with short brown hair. Chichi was about ten inches long with a tail that was almost as long as his body. Let's go see what mommy's cooking for breakfast. Mark ran down the corridor to the kitchen. His mother was standing over the stove frying some johnny cakes. Morning, Mark, she said. Morning, Mommy. Are those for breakfast? Please say yes. Please say yes. Yes, honey. You need a big breakfast today. You have your field trip and I don't know what time they will give you all lunch, so eat up. And yes, I mean you to eat the banana too. I put an apple in your bag for snack. Yes, Mommy, Mark replied. Slipping the fruit to Chi-Chi, Mark said grace, bit into the soft, flat-fried dumplings and drank some milk. After eating, Mark jumped up from the table, brushed his teeth, and kissed his mother goodbye. Now came the moment of truth. Usually, Chichi walked to school with him and met him again at lunchtime. No one else believed that Chichi understood every word that Mark said, but even his mother agreed that it was pretty incredible to watch this little monkey leave their home in Ponce Pasture every day and head to Independence Square to join Mark for lunch. Today, Mark had to make sure that Chi-Chi did not follow him at all. Speaking to him soothingly, Mark quickly tied him to the fence within reach of enough food and water to get him through the day. When Chi-Chi realized that he was tethered, he started jumping around and chattering angrily, throwing a mango seed at Mark as he walked away and made his way to school. Mark felt sorry leaving his monkey like that, but the feeling quickly dissipated as he neared the schoolyard. After Mark was out of sight, Chi-Chi suddenly stopped chattering and protesting. He ate some of the fruit that Mark had left. After about five minutes, he looked around to make sure that no one was looking. And with a deftness that could only come from lots of practice, he unhooked his harness from the leash, jumped over the fence, and ran off in the direction in which Mark had gone. (laughs) 